Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Fox 2 presents Hancock and Kelly. Good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to Hancock and Kelly on Fox 2, where we take on the top issues of the week. On the right, John Hancock. Good morning. On the left, Michael Kelly. Hello there. I'm Andy Banker. On the agenda this morning, the city of St. Louis is now being sued for its 911 failures and most likely not for the last time. The growing uproar from Springfield, Illinois to the halls of Congress after a teenage swimmer gets the boot from the YMCA for her objections to trans people sharing the women's locker room at the Y. The Secret Service says we'll never know who left a baggie of cocaine in the White House. It has Republicans channeling President Biden. Come on, man. And our quote of the week, one notorious member of the Manson family killers is now free on parole. Is that an argument for the death penalty? Also, inflation is plunging and President Biden takes the international spotlight on Ukraine. But we begin with the St. Louis region in the national spotlight over an interstate tragedy. An area congressman says it would not have happened if Congress would have acted on legislation he's been pushing for nearly a decade to give tired truckers a place to pull over and rest other than along the side of the road. Creating new parking spots for trucks that are not alongside the highway uh, that expands existing rest areas so that, that they're not so overcrowded that, that you're, you've got exactly what we had in this accident. Three people were killed and 14 injured when a Greyhound bus headed from Indianapolis to St. Louis hit three semi-trucks parked on the shoulder of a rest area entrance near Highland, Illinois, because the rest area's 20 or so parking spots for commercial vehicles were already filled. Now, this happens on a daily basis with truckers parking along those shoulders across the United States. The NTSB is even investigating this incident and confirmed to me that rest area overcrowding, lack of parking, is one of the top things they're looking at. John, the government requires truck drivers to rest after so many hours of driving. Should the government also provide them with places to park? Yeah, I mean, this is a proper function of government, and it's a result of government regulation. And, they, yeah, they need to fix this. Mike Bost, who used to drive a truck, his family's in the trucking business, he knows this issue. And, yeah, he's been on this. He's got a bipartisan piece of legislation that hopefully now will pass, but it, it shouldn't take a tragedy to, to make some common sense changes to the law. Every single truck driver we talk to says this is a huge issue. Does it need to go higher than an Illinois congressman? What about the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg? Well, now that the NTSB is involved, I think that will be the case. And they were likely involved because uh, this was a Greyhound bus. There was transportation of people for public transportation, much like you'd see on airplanes. So that hopefully will prompt more action, but kudos to the congressman for standing up for this. It's unfortunate. It seems like we're always having to have tragedies uh, that are finally bringing about change. Yeah, you, you know, you go anywhere, you'll notice that, especially near rest areas. Oh, you see, I mean, if you drive, do any trucks amount of driving, you'll see trucks pulled over on, on, on exit ramps and every place and else. More and more of our commerce is moving off of rails and onto uh, to trucks, so it's only going to grow. 
The city of St. Louis is now being sued for its 911 failures, recently highlighted again by a woman who died after a tree fell on her car during severe weather. She was alive when bystanders started calling 911, only to have no one answer the calls. She died before help arrived. The lawsuit actually stems from a different case. A Missouri National Guard sergeant accidentally shot himself in his car in January. The suit says he bled to death as he, his family members, and bystanders all tried to call 911, but got no answer. These issues have gone on for years, with the city failing to address a shortage of 911 dispatchers and an outdated call system. How big of a deal is this lawsuit potentially, Michael? Well, it could be the start of a huge avalanche of lawsuits that are coming. Let's not forget we also had the little young lady who lost her legs uh, who will be suing the city of St. Louis. We have this instance. I would imagine this young lady's family with the tree is going to participate as well. The sad reality here is, is in the past, St. Louis City could point to the fact that we don't have money to accomplish things. They're sitting on close to a billion dollars. These things are no longer something that you can blame on past administrations or, you know, it's always been this way in St. Louis. We have the resources to make these changes. And unfortunately, I think these lawsuits are ultimately going to continue to pile on in the city of St. Louis. That will deplete that money quickly but hopefully likely we'll take St. Louis in the right direction. Maybe the lawyers can talk some sense into these politicians. How many wake-up calls do we need? Is this another one? Will it rattle any cages more I don't, than anything else? I, I don't know have? that there's a cage left to be rattled in City Hall, if you <laughs> want to know the truth. I, I mean, how much do you have to see? Uh, our friends in Illinois, by the way, they've got a system in place where if they are overwhelmed in a particular county, those calls get routed to a next available county so that they're answered and dealt with. And if they're and they've got a triage system, so that if they uh, judge something to be very critical, they're they're on it. And you know none of that's happening here. And we're just allowing this problem to to, to foment and get worse. And people are dying. They're going to lose a lot of money here in the city. Solve the problem. They can do it. New light is shining on the U.S. government turning its back on the St. Louis area as it has wallowed in nuclear waste for nearly 80 years. It dates to World War II and the development of the nation's first atomic weapons. Much of the work was done here and the waste was dumped here. Documents show government regulators and U.S. companies conspired to downplay the risks to residents for decades. Risks that stemmed from the contamination of Coldwater Creek and Florissant and Hazelwood along with nuclear waste buried in the Westlake landfill in Bridgeton. A Republican Missouri Senator Josh Hawley joined Democrats, activists, and those who've contracted cancer and other illnesses near the creek this week to push for a government fund to help the victims. This is an Aaron Brockovich moment, maybe, Michael. Potentially, um, but this is a federal government's problem. Well, this isn't a new story for all of us, right? It's gotten recent attention because of the, the contamination found at the schools. Right. But the focus in the past has always been on this landfill or whatever. That landfill has been owned by several uh, different companies in the time. This was ultimately the federal government's waste. And Josh Hawley has got himself uh, and Corey Bush are both on the right side of fighting and saying, look, the federal government's problem. The federal government needs to resolve it, and 80 years is long enough. Michael Kelly's a Josh Hawley fan. I don't know. Yeah. Let's, let's well, it. on this issue, is he right he's, to he's, be Yeah, one? he's right about this. And, you know, I, I struck out over 200 times on the Berkeley Quarry League fields that are full of nuclear waste, too. So maybe there's a correlation there. Uh, but this is, you know, the federal government's got to step up here. People have been harmed. Uh, they've, been, they've been raising the, the alarm bells, uh, these, these moms against 
whatever they're called, you know, Don Chapman's group. Uh, they've been raising alarm bells for over a decade now. Oh yeah. And the government, the government tried to cover this stuff up, you know, and that's that is inexcusable. What is it? Why, why is it so hard for the United States government to have our backs? Because it's not sexy to clean up a problem from 50 years ago, and it costs a lot of money. But the fact that there's been this long of inaction is what's problematic. And you know what, Andy? St. Louis is a target of this, but there's several sites like this around the country. And this is the way that we treat nuclear waste in this country. It, just, it always gets me that it's our government, and the first reaction is not to have our backs. That should be the inclination, right? Oh, yeah, let's take care of our people. Yeah. The Illinois right-wing... Freedom Caucus, well, I guess we should call it the right-wing Illinois Freedom Caucus, rallied in Springfield in support of 16-year-old swimmer Abigail Wheeler. She posted a sign reading, Biological Women Only, at the YMCA's locker room after seeing trans women in the locker room. She and her supporters, including her father, say the trans women are actually biological men. It's not whether an, a biological male is naked, whether a biological male is leering, whether a biological male has a camera out, it's the fact that there's a biological male in the girls' locker room. I mean, we never had a report of misconduct. Uh, we had a report of somebody um, finding somebody that was different than them in a space that they didn't think they should be in. Word spread that Abigail Wheeler was banned from the Springfield Typhoon swim team and her family banned from the YMCA, actually. She withdrew from the team and her family dropped their Y membership. GOP Congresswoman Mary Miller of Illinois took the issue up on the House floor in the past week. John, do we need separate trans locker rooms? I don't know. I mean, you know, I guarantee you whether it's a men's locker room or a women's locker room, there's nobody in either one that wants to see me naked. Uh, so, you know, this is, I think there's a lot of cultural war issue going on here. This is being used. And I do think that folks on the right, uh, folks who particularly have their worldview informed by an evangelical faith in Christianity, uh, they're offended at the way this issue is being shoved down our throats. And we've, we've, I think a lot of those folks feel like they're being uh, made to accept that lifestyle that they consider morally repugnant. And I think that's at the crux of all of these controversies. As far as who's in the locker room, I'm, you know, um, I, don't, I don't think we ought to go around and build more locker rooms for more genders. The staff at the Y said that sign, biological women only, was maybe a form of hate speech. Ugh. Is that hate speech? I don't know. This is such a tough topic, right? Because, yeah. uh, first of all, it affects a, a very small portion of our population, but it's very important to those folks, and especially those of us who love folks in that community. Uh, having said that, this is also, I don't know how organic this is. Uh, that didn't seem like a, you know, a, a passionate father. It looked like somebody who was pushing a political agenda. I don't know. It's just such a confusing place for us to be. I just hate to see us being so divisive about uh, those who are just different. Up next on Hancock and Kelly, inflation is way down. Does that mean President Biden is way up? Well, he certainly got a rousing reception at the NATO conference in Lithuania. Listen to the podcast. Just search for Hancock and Kelly. President Biden traveled to Lithuania for a NATO conference and took a stand with Ukraine in its defense against invasion from Russia. Our commitment to Ukraine will not weaken. We will stand for liberty and freedom today, tomorrow, and for as long as it takes. 
Ukraine's President Vol Volodymyr Zelensky. I knew I was going to. It's not easy to say. No, well done. Volodymyr. Well, he's pushing for Ukraine's admittance into the NATO military alliance. President Biden seems to favor that, but not as long as the war with Russia continues because NATO countries don't want to be forced to join the war. However, Finland just joined NATO. Sweden is, Sweden is likely coming soon. John, is NATO fueling the war? Russian President Vladimir Putin cites NATO expansion as a prime reason for his invasion to sort of... You know, give him a buffer zone. The, re the reason for his invasion is he wants to recreate the greatness of what was the Soviet Empire, and Ukraine's part of that. They already took Crimea back in 2014. I think had we stepped up then, we might not be dealing with this now. And if we don't deal with this now, then we'll, somebody's going to have to deal with the next thing. And so it is important. I think the president has generally handled this well. I think he's done a good job in reconforming NATO, strengthening NATO, expanding NATO. All of those things accrue to Joe Biden's benefit. If there's anything to, to lay some blame on, it's the fact that he was a little slow to the dance. They wanted aircraft early on. It took a year for him to authorize that. Now it's going to take another six months to train them on that aircraft. Uh, the Ukrainian army is making some progress in the counteroffensive. It's slow. But they're making some progress, and I think it is imperative for a stable Europe and a stable world uh, that we stick to our position here. Your thoughts? Well, let's just not forget that a short three years ago, we had a president of the United States who was systematically trying to dismantle NATO. Many people thought NATO was going to crumble. A lot of our allies thought America was walking away from it. Joe Biden came in did the opposite of what the party of Ronald Reagan did, which was bring back the NATO alliance back together, has strengthened it, have brought more people into it, has helped put Ukraine in a position where we can push back against the terrible bear that is Russia. Uh, this was a very good week for President Biden, and it puts a highlight on two years of activity and really bringing the world back together after the disastrous Trump assault on NATO. He gets a lot of grief for his inability to kind of keep his thoughts together. How do you think he did on the international stage there? He was fine. Uh, you know, he was fine there. Uh, let's not forget the, where this all started going south for Joe Biden with his numbers was the Afghan withdrawal. He's never really recovered from that, but this is, this is a much better managed effort than that was. Yeah, having to execute uh, Donald Trump's poorly planned uh, Afghanistan withdrawal was a problem for the president. But let's not forget, he fixed the pandemic. We've now brought inflation numbers under control. He's brought NATO together. Joe Biden has a record to run on, and my friend over there is afraid of it. Well, he may have a little... A broken record. He may have a little economic wind in his sails after a sharp turn in inflation over the past week. It has dropped to just 3%, meaning prices rose 3% from June of 2022. Last year at this time, prices were up 9.1% from the year before. The White House issued a statement crediting Bidenomics. Republicans called that delusional. How do you see it, Michael? Prices are still off the charts. Gas is climbing again. But we've brought it down to 3%. Now, my friend's going to argue, hey, yeah, but what about the 20% that's already came? You're right. exactly right. But we had to pay the piper for the 20 years of unlimited spending from the Republican Congresses, both administrations who had spent all this money, this day of reckoning was going to come to have a landing like this where interest rates are at 3% 3 and unemployment is doggone close to that same number? Who would have thought? I love it when my guy gives my arguments but over there. If inflation it's, keeps plummeting, does that doom the Republicans' chances for the White House? Here's, here's, no. 
And here's why this isn't going to matter for Joe Biden. Because it's still, the cost of living in this country is higher today since Joe Biden took office. And it's higher, not just for people at the top end of the spectrum, it's higher for everybody. In fact, people at the lowest economic levels are feeling the pain even worse. And it is 3% on top of the 9%, on top of the 14%. And are are wages going up that much? The answer to that is no. So uh, Joe Biden's popularity numbers, which are still hovering around 40, aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Still to come on Hancock and Kelly, our quote of the week on a member of the Manson family making parole. Also, how in the world can you sneak cocaine into the White House, leave it behind, and not get caught by the U.S. Secret Service? Welcome back. Cocaine gate at the Biden White House will apparently never be solved. Totally disgusted. This is just, uh, I mean, it's a clown show. That was Tennessee Republican Congressman Tim... Burchett? Yeah. Is that right? After the Secret Service briefed members of Congress on the investigation, a baggie of cocaine was found July 2nd in a cubby used to store electronic devices prior to entering the West Wing. Investigators say they were unable to single out a person of interest because of a lack of evidence. Are you buying that, Michael Kelly? Uh, I guess I have to, but I'm not sure I do. Uh, I've had the fortune of going to the White House before. Uh, he, you, you can't walk in with this kind of stuff. And we're in particular where it was found in some of the most secure places in the White House. Uh, something stinks, it doesn't look good, and it reflects poorly on the Secret Service. No DNA, fingerprint evidence, according to the Secret Service, but what about video? You mean of you course. can walk somewhere in the White House look, and look and, 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 and they're, and they're, they're putting out this idea that I could have been a tourist. Well, yeah, so you're staying at the Marriott. You're going to go visit the White House. Okay, i got, I got to have my phone, need my ID. Got to get, oh, don't forget to bring the cocaine with you. I mean, how ridiculous is that narrative? Uh, I think it was Hunter Biden, but and, and we should know who it was. Think it was Hunter? I have no clue who it would be. Uh, Could have been of, left over from the previous administration. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of the killers in the, one of America's most notorious serial murder cases is now a free woman. Manson family killer Leslie Van Houten, now 73, has just been paroled after serving more than 50 years in prison for her role in the infamous Tate LaBianca murders that left seven dead in California in the late 60s. At age 19, Van Houten held Rosemary LaBianca down with a pillowcase in her home as others stabbed her. Then Van Houten stabbed her more than a dozen times herself. Van Houten smiled for the TV cameras with her co-defendants after their arrest, rather infamous video that still there today. She was sentenced to death, but that became life in prison when California Supreme Court struck down the death penalty. Our quote of the week is from the LaBianca's daughter who says, my family and I are heartbroken because we're once again reminded of all the years that we have not had my father and stepmother with us. Michael, is this an argument for the death penalty? Uh, Well, it's not going to be that way in California because it's against the law. But if you are convicted of the death penalty or you're going to get life in jail for killing another human being, you should get life in jail, how this lady's getting free. And I think it's triggering for so many people across the country who are watching the killers of somebody that they love be let go after 30 years. No, a life sentence should be a life sentence. Yeah, can't say it any better than that. Um, I support the death penalty for a heinous act like this in particular. You know, that's why you have a death penalty. you got to make sure you get it right. Uh, but... You know, at a minimum here, life in prison with no opportunity for parole should be the standard. Final thoughts are next. First, here's a look at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater from Bomarito.com. 
Drone Fox, time to go to the show. Final thoughts, Michael? Yeah, this week we found out that the actors went on strike. We had the writers on strike. I'm sure you're thinking, oh, sure, millionaire movie people fighting with billionaire owners. It's bigger than that. Pay attention to it. They're talking about AI. It's affecting their jobs, and it's about to affect yours. Well, you know, I wasn't much of a soccer fan uh, when this whole season started, but I'm quickly coming around to enjoying our, what are they called, the St. Louis City SC? Yes. And apparently they're in first place, Andy. And I didn't realize, there's all these new terms about it, and I didn't realize how important hygiene was uh, for the soccer players. They made a big deal. Our goaltender, Roman yeah. Berkey. Yes. They made a big deal last night that he's getting clean sheets. <laughs> and, I, I, you know, why, what's the big deal about the clean sheets all of a sudden? But, yeah, I'm for him. We're number one. I'm embarrassed for him. <laughs> I really am He's got clean sheets out of the deal. City SC is unbelievable. They obviously don't I mean, pay the It is incredible how? what they're doing in year one in the NFL. How can a guy who could tell me about a baseball player in Venezuela that's 12 years old not know anything about the team that's winning in his own time? I know everything. He's got uh, clean sheets. Clean sheets on the pitch? Yes. <laughs> Thanks for watching Hancock and Kelly. You can download the show or any segments. You search the words Hancock and Kelly. Fox News Sunday is next. And remember, if it's Sunday in St. Louis, it's Hancock and Kelly on Fox 2. See you next week.